I want to show off my new blade. It says it vibrates really fast. <laughs> Are you sure you bought a blade? Oh my goodness. More questions are raised. Little is revealed on who this mysterious V is. Now, the crew must decide whether to continue the investigation or to put their sleuthing on hold. Hmm. Well, if we, if we look at the structure of the Black Sun, we have Zyza at the top. I don't think Lone or Durga are big fans of him. And then going through the other Vigos, we have a Rodian named Klezo, Durga, of course, a human who goes by the name Green, Krita, Lone himself, Perit, Sprax, Vekar, and Vumandi. But I don't think any of them are really embroiled out here in the Outer Rim. Like I said, there are many smaller names, smaller people who are vying for power. You know, actually not long from now, the Black Sun is having one of their annual meetings uh, to discuss Vigal's ship and other problems uh, during this galactic war. Uh, perhaps this unknown member is uh, planning on making a move before then to vie power from this Lone, from the sounds of it. Hmm. Yes, quite the predicament. He kind of just strokes his beard as he's kind of searching his memory banks to see if he can think of anything pertinent to the situation at hand. But alas, uh, he really doesn't have any particular information on this one character. He used to be more part of that whole game, but it's been a bit since he's been super embroiled into the Black Sun world. And the Black Sun is such a, a vast organization, and there's so many different players that to narrow it down just off the letter V really is borderline impossible. But, I mean, what you do have is that this guy goes by V, obviously is against Lone, probably somewhere in the Outer Rim territories is where his power base is, and certainly has a, a number of resources if he's able to blackmail you and have uh, some kind of communication with Durga. He must be somewhat respectable, at least in the Black Sun world. Yes, these are dangerous people. Me and Lorenzo. What you say, Lorenzo? Start towards you, um, and I overhear the part of that conversation, and I walk behind Sue and just whisper in his ear, "What's the relationship between?" Zeiser and Lone and Durga, do they have a love-hate relationship? And then I kind of just slip back. He just, the he crowd. just said it. Thank you. Yeah, he, he just said <laughs> Zeiser's at the top. He's the leader. Everyone else is below him. Everyone else hates him because you always hate who controls you. Because <laughs> we were strictly attacked by Zeiser's men in the bar. Are you sure about that? They no, those were Durga's men. They mentioned Zeiser. They weren't directly under Lone. No, they weren't Lone at all. They were Durga. Because we they found out we had the Ruby and, and that linked us to Durga. Right? 
Fiskin's gonna slip back into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that that Simpsons meme where he goes into the bushes. <laughs> you didn't see any. So, oh, and we'll, oh, go ahead, Shren. Oh, oh, yeah. So, uh, so Camlo, on, on a personal note, why why are there Imperials uh, adopt here? So so far out of the way. Hey, keen eye. Yes, yes. As far as I know, they're just here for some uh, general annual repairs to their ship. Uh, nothing of investigation or anything to worry about. They've just been patrolling the uh, outer rim around Hut Space. Seems there's been some gathering recently of Imperials. I hear uh, news of a potential rebel base being rebuilt somewhere out here. It's on a very ice-based planet. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Sounds terrible. I would never want to go there. <laughs> well, guess where I'm going to send you. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, do you have any need for like muscle <laughs> or brains? <laughs> brains. <laughs> As far can, we as... offer, can we offer you any services? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other services besides those two? No, no. Well, are you guys looking for the work? Is what you're saying? You're waiting to get Bro, some. We've got work. We can just go work for a blackmailer. But <laughs> uh, he doesn't pay us. <laughs> uh, we'll say. During uh, while you guys are, are kind of having some small talk back and forth, you uh, your communicator, your receiver that you originally received from V. Question about that: Is it okay. a one-way thing, or can we can can we call V? It's like audio our uh, audio disabled. It's just for like texting back and forth. So I guess theoretically you could try sending a message back. Yeah. New phone. Who dis? <laughs> <laughs> So you guys, you guys can decide if you, what you want to do after, but this is basically the, the message that is sent to y'all after uh, you guys are, are conversing and doing your thing. You receive the communique from V, something along the lines of it says, It seems you've had a spirit of independence surge through you. How foolish of you to reveal yourselves to Durga, then to further dig your own graves, to ignore me, <laughs> to think we could have done so much together pity to waste such soup I think you okay. should reach okay cool great <laughs> is that a threat what else is new yeah like get in line <laughs> um, what makes us special we're always on somebody's nerves. Um, you guys want to go join the Rebel Alliance? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I'm interested in wars. Um, oh, uh, on another personal note, Camlo. You heard or seen anything about any missing chists like like my friend here? 
missing chiss. Can't say that I have. Okay, cool. That's pretty, apparently okay. you don't know anything. <laughs> All right, see you later. Yeah. Let's go. Very helpful. <laughs> Pleasure playing with you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All righty. Well, let's go. Uh, I don't know. We just split up. It'd be harder for him to find us, and <laughs> we have a better chance of surviving. <laughs> so me and uh, Lorenzo meet back up with you guys. Wow! So we made out like fat rats. How'd you guys do? Um, we didn't get anything other than we know that there's some meeting gonna happen, and now we can't do any jobs for V. Or I don't know. Can we text them? We'd be like, "Oh, sorry." We were refueling, <laughs> but apparently he's he's um, omnipresent. And can see what we're doing at all times. <laughs> Try to reach out for him. He said he had something worth our while. Who V? Yeah, in the last message, the second to last message he sent, that if we did a job for him, he'd make it worth our while. Yeah, he said that every time, and nothing yeah. ever happens. <laughs> yeah. What else are we gonna do? Okay, so what do I do? I text V and be like, "Hey, sorry, we we are penitent and we want your forgiveness, and we'll do anything you ask." Is that what you want to send? No. Or ask for not. Yeah, or first ask for payment, or for us to uh, to keep going. Um. Yeah, I don't mind doing a job if I'm getting paid. I already have enough people chasing me. But if, if we're going to be doing a job, we need better incentives than threats. Empty threats. Promises. Sounds like my last relationship. By, by the way, I meet up with as I'm meeting up with the group, um, hey guys, I purchased some stuff, some stuff for me, some stuff for you, and I pass Shren and Sue one stim pack. Thanks. What a guy. <laughs> I feel like we've been needing these a lot lately. Okay, so are you guys still hanging out in the entertainment place? Is that where you currently are? Yep. I want to show off my new blade. It says it vibrates really fast. <laughs> Are you sure you bought a blade? Oh my goodness. Anyway, let's So, you guys are kind of hanging around then. We'll say you get a uh, another notification. But did you guys are you guys going to send anything to me or no, not yet? So what did he say exactly? He he scolded us for t getting Durga involved. Yeah, and he called us soup. And he called us soup. Um, yeah. That... I don't know. My spirit's about to break, and I'm just gonna. T 
tell B to have his way with me. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you my, oh. my vibro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that I think that that we should probably uh, push for getting our getting our credits. That way, we can actually you know be a, a better equipped you know for a job you know if he wants us to keep you know doing stuff for him. All right, so I'll 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 formulate a message, and before I send it, you guys can approve. Um, oh, great and powerful V, comma. Um, we are still your humble servants. Stop. Uh, can you blame us for trying to make a little money and getting a little trouble while we? do these errands for you. Stop. We'll be more than happy to comply with your next directive. Stop. Compensation would be appreciated. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> do we all approve? Do I send? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Approve. Yeah, I'm good for that. <laughs> cool. All right, so you're, is that what you you send them? Yeah, so I send the message. All right. Basically, like, what did you expect? Like, you're this, this mysterious guy who's trying to get us to do stuff. Of course, we're going to get into trouble. We don't have anything to go on, and we would like to be paid for our efforts. And we understand you probably don't feel like you have to because you have information on us, but. You know, mm -hmm. if you want us to do something, we'll do it. Do we trust you? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, treat so your underlings, treat your underlings a little better. Are you guys? What's the plan then? Just uh, hang out in the casino hall while you wait for for an answer. Um, I'm up for that. Yeah, can I like? Uh, Try to make some some money. <laughs> <laughs> like you want to try to gamble? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And like try your luck. Why not? Is it possible to just roam the casino trying to pickpocket people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you can try, but obviously, yeah, if you want to. <laughs> would that be stealth, a stealth or a skullduggery check? It, yeah, I would say a skullduggery. You're going to, have to do some skullduggery checks. Can I pick a, uh, a person who's kind of isolated from large crowds? Uh, well, isolated from any security, rather. Yeah, you want to do... We can do a perception check to see how well you can uh, pick somebody out who doesn't seem to be near anybody. And then after that, based off those results, you can try a skullduggery check to see if you can actually pickpocket them. Okay, so what would be the difficulty for the perception? That's just going to be a average two difficulty. Nice. All right. success. So we'll say, you know, off to one side, you see a loner of an individual, a younger human male who's kind of by himself, nursing a drink, and uh, in the immediate vicinity, being within a dozen feet or so, I mean, you don't see any security standing right by him. See your target. Yeah, I'm gonna use my 
skills of no one ever noticing him in the room and just kind of pass by him. Before before he does that, I'm going to shoot the person he's trying to pickpocket. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> I glance over at Kaiser. Like, this, this is why I tend to walk on the other side of the room when you're around. <laughs> Alright, so if you're going to go after him, go ahead and do a skullduggery. Okay. Do you have any... Uh, yeah, just two difficulty, and I'll give you a a boost, I guess. Just because it's it's crowded, so well, how are you gonna exactly? What's your method of pickpocket? Is just, he standing or is he just? Uh, where is he? Yeah, he's kind of just standing off to the side. Like I said, he has a drink in his hand, and he's kind of just like people watching, kind of thing. Okay. So. What I'll do is I'll go to the uh, booth, the booth, the stool next to him, and I'll order a drink with my left hand, and I'll slowly start sifting through his pockets with my right hand. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> okay. For anything of value. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Do you have, I mean, do you have anything special to make it, like, that your character would be that good at sleight of hand? Because I would think if you're just ordering a drink and you're going to try to just pick his pocket, don't you normally, or at least in my mind, if you're a pickpocket, usually bump them or something like that so the feeling is there and it's not out of place if you're just rubbing your hand all over the pocket? Well, yeah, I imagine it's a crowded bar, right? Well, you singled him so, out because he's kind of a, a tad yeah, more away. A, a lot of noise going off. So what I'll do is I'll brutishly kind of uh, wander over there, and um, as I'm hopping off onto the bar stool, I'll I'll knock him over a little bit just so to disperse any feeling that he has of me, like actually touching him. Okay. All right, that's gonna be. A hard difficulty, so three purple with whatever your skullduggery check is. Oof. Success. Right. Ooh. Success. So you kind of bump him. He's like, he's like, oh, heavens my. Sorry about that. And then kind of like straightens his jacket out. But in that small window of time, you were able to successfully pickpocket him. Was there, I mean, you just looking for cash or... Or what exactly? Anything that he might be carrying that might be useful to our crew. Okay, so my <laughs> the only thing you're able to to get from him was was 25 credits and a com link that he had in his pocket. Okay, I'll say, hey man, uh, sorry about that. I hope you enjoy your drink. I'm gonna go and take my drink and just kind of wander back into and slip back into the casino. Okay, and kind of just. Gives a little tip of his hat as he takes a, a few steps away to continue his people gazing as he kind of was. So, are the rest of y'all kind of spread out or together, or, or what's the where are the rest of you guys at? I want to call a team meeting. Okay. <laughs> um, 
we're, we're trying to figure out what to do, whether or not D really has anything against us and what, you know, what's going on. Obviously, he's given us a ship. And we need to just talk about our past and figure out, does he really have anything against us? And if so, how would he use it? And does it, is it really going to be so bad if we just ignore him? Do you want to have that conversation out on the floor or you want to go somewhere? Well, we can go back to the ship. But we, we got to decide yeah. what to do. We have no plan. We have no, we're just kind of like drifting through space. Well, right now, for him to respond back to us. So, yeah, let's. I mean, let's I'm talk. fine with just, we can just become his errand boys and do whatever he wants and that, and then maybe eventually try to find a, a way out if you want. Maybe that's the best best bet. Because we're not obviously we're not good. We don't have enough information at this point to, to try to rebel against our blackmailer. Yeah, I don't like the idea of being just an errand boy. Like they hire me generally for smuggling and for jobs. We are doing this for free and I don't like that. Yeah, so what is he holding against you? Like what what does he have against Pliskin? I honestly don't know what he would have other than the fact that my whole pre well are we having this conversation again are we back on the ship did you are you done with your theft <laughs> yeah I've already walked away right. we're back together I see you guys are heading toward the ship yeah alright so we'll just say as uh, as you guys are heading to the ship uh, Shren can you do a perception check of three difficulty with a uh, setback You got it? So, you know, I would have yeah, checked. I got it. I don't have enough money. What is your perception, man? <laughs> All right, so you get a success. All right, so as you guys are starting to, you know, gather, you're walking back towards your ship, uh, just uh, walking on the opposite side of the hallway, kind of going into the room you guys just left there, into the, the gambling area and whatnot, you notice a very decked out harch which is a spider-like species. I don't know if anybody knows who uh, Trench was from the Clone Wars. Yeah. He is wearing the Admiral of the Imperial Navy insignia on his sleeve. And next to him, just one, one step behind him on his left, is a Thrissian, which is a, a human-like, human, a humanoid, pretty human-like, just with uh, darker skin, very dark gray skin, and very dark gray kind of sort of black hair who has a captain of the line insignia on her sleeve as, as they walk by and they're headed towards, like I said, the room you guys just left. So as you guys start to pass them, uh, Shred in particular with your success of the perception, you kind of notice a wondering glance that this Thrissian looks over at you and kind of looks you up and down with a very stern look on her face uh, before turning back forward and then walking by, by y'all. We've been identified. I like lean over to Shren. Was she checking you out? <laughs> you sly dog, you. 
always always hard to with Imperials. <laughs> so once they're and then I'll stop, you know, uh, I guess that I noticed offer I guess uh, you know, I guess a further brief encounter. No, I mean not offhand, you don't recognize either one of them in particular. Just that uh, obviously something seemed off that she kinda not necessarily recognized you, but set off some sort of question in her head. And he try to recall knowledge with with a role or something? If he knows her or him, whatever. I mean, I, he doesn't recognize her okay. as oh. being anybody that he's seen before necessarily. All right, so we keep heading back towards the ship then? No, we'll right. see who We're going to follow the Imperial Admiral <laughs> into, into their private whatever they were doing no let us let's go let's go back to the ship we just okay friend keep those eyes to yourself buddy she she clearly had an eye on you <laughs> yeah. all right so is everybody going to the ship is that the consensus yeah yeah all right so you guys are going back to board the ship and a notification noise goes off on your receiver. But it's it's not the one from V, it's the one that you had from Kess. And uh, he like hails you or whatever. Um, all right, nice. I, pick, I pick up. And I just rip into him immediately. Like, <laughs> like Kess, you two-bit, half-witten, scruffy-looking nerf herder. We followed your lead to this camlo guy and he didn't know anything i don't know what you were thinking sending us here i think we lost money i don't even know why we're here what we're doing this has been a wild goose chase what do you want hey hey let's calm down i think you've been hanging out with shark boy too much got a bit of a temper on you look i'm sorry i didn't realize he wouldn't know anything this is his world i figured he'd be able to impart something maybe you're just you're missing something i don't know but look at I did some digging on my own, and I think I might have something to help you out a little bit. All right. What well, I was able to, to dig up on some of uh, some of those V characters, talking to some of these other Durga guys and, and whatnot, it seems he's a, a bit of a mystery to them and to some of the men. But they more or less all had a similar story to tell about what they've heard about this V guy. Basically, he's some sort of vampire boogeyman who's been gathering his power base and has as ruthless as Zizer himself. Real creepy vibes, man. Real creepy stories. Anyway, the word is one of these guys is headed towards Jigot on Megito to handle business with the Muns. And I'm going to try to dig a little deeper into the situation and see what else I can find. Appreciate it. All right, so one of those guys is going, he's really powerful. He's got a huge network. He's as powerful as Ziza, which means we're not going to be able to take him down. Which as mean? ruthless as Zizer, not as powerful. Oh, as ruthless. Okay. Yeah, Zizer is like the second most or third most powerful person in the universe. So. Gotcha. He's not. He's not at that level. And we keep making these great acquaintances in our. Zizer is Zizer the Thaline guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's in charge of the Black Sun. That aren't you? Um. All right, so do we align ourselves with the up-and-coming crime lord? <laughs> maybe maybe we just, you know, curry favor with him and ride the wave? 
Well, we have nothing until, uh, until V gets back to your communication. You might as well check it out. What would we gain from intercepting another one of V's men? Are you asking? Oh. I'm asking the group. Like okay. what? Right now, I think information is power. Any any information that we can get from anyone can help better our situation. Right. Just I'm, just, my idea. I'm just trying to figure what's keeping us from just parting ways and, and going about our business and ignoring this guy and dealing with it on our own. Well, for well, me, what's, our, what's our motivation right now? I'm not, I'm kind of losing it. Friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to, you yeah. know, I, I just found out Shrin's separated from his pals, and that kind of makes me sad. I know what it's like to be separated from people. I mean, totally different reason, but. <laughs> well, I'm inclined to think about what that question that you asked earlier. You said that we were all brought together by V for various circumstances due to our past. Um, you asked me a question. Um, I truthfully don't know um, what happened to my previous crew. We were on a mission. We were uh, doing a simple smuggle job. Um, when I heard through our comm communications, my entire crew was ambushed and killed. And by the time I got there, uh, there was assassins and bounty hunters. Uh, I barely made it out of there. I have no idea why I've been on the run since. I don't know what this has to do with V or wh why he even knows about it. All right. So How does that relate? So maybe we've been going about this the wrong way and V is not a bad guy. I mean, he's obviously trying to do bad things, but do we necessarily have to view him as an enemy? If he keeps blackmailing us, then yes. But he doesn't have anything again. Like, we don't really have pasts. I mean, I maybe do, but it's not that bad. <laughs> I can deal with it. I like him. Yeah, well, Kaiser gets to shoot people, Reef gets to eat people, I get to boss people around. I, maybe we just ride this wave until it, uh, you know, another opportunity presents itself. What do you think, guys? Maybe we've been going about this the wrong way. It's possible. Does anyone have any moral objections to carrying out jobs for a nefarious underworld? Anonymous. Well, he brought us all together, so maybe there's something good about it. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I personally am fine with it, but, you know, but, like, going into, you know, like, say, these dangerous jobs, you say, and being under-equipped is not really, you know, uh, you know, uh, a logical way of going right. about so it. Right, so we, we just need to make it more clear to V that we're totally cool with doing what he, what he needs us to do as long as he gives us what we need to do it. Right. Yeah. Well, before we... And honestly, we that, were doing fine. Like, we took out that spice lab, and it went very well. It wasn't until we dilly-dallied and kind of <laughs> made waves and, and brought attention to ourselves that we got into trouble. We, well, that brings me to a further question. That ruby seems to be causing all sorts of trouble. We're carrying it around, and everyone is searching for it. So where does that leave us? You guys, do you want to offload it now on the space station? No. I don't think this is the best place. Uh, there's Imperials. There's 
Well, you you guys decide, and I mean, I can hold on to it. I can stash it in the ship, and I say we keep it. We don't know anything about it. What if we're giving away, you know, the one ring that rules them all? Like, what if? <laughs> like, let's hold on to this. We don't know anything about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm more inclined rather than to just pawn it off to actually find a a proper black market dealer who's gonna right who's gonna know it and give oh. us. Okay, so let's hold on to it a little bit longer. All right, so we get on that. So we get back to our ship. I I think I sent the message to be that like, yeah, we're gonna, you know, the the trouble we caused was our own. We apologize. Mm -hmm. You know, we're happy to do what you need us to do, but um, we're just gonna need to be better equipped. I don't even think we need to be better equipped. He gave us a ship. We've got a flat, you know, guy like we got the certain set of skills that are required to do do these what, things. Yeah, what other equipment do we need? I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I just don't understand why people keep saying that. What, what else do we need? We have a place to sleep. We have work to do and work, you know, it's, it's on us to maybe make some money on the side while we do this stuff, not necessarily rely on V because he's not going to pay us money. Like, let's just all agree that he's not going to give us anything more than. Well, didn't he say he was going to he was going to make it worth our while? So I don't know if that's money or. Right. So there's maybe something in it eventually, and we just kind of, like I said, ride it out until we can. We can. Um, well, let, let's just go with the story instead of trying okay. to um, uh, undermine it at every <laughs> every turn. And I skate uphill. I will make one observation though. This V character, he may be giving us work, but he's no friend. The very first mission he sent us on was clearly a setup. He well, knew that Dirk would be dead. Yeah, that's how he got us into it all by sending us in. That's I guess that's the blackmails now. That's... How do you know that he uh, he already knew that though? Because he called us when we were in the room. Yeah. That doesn't mean he knew, like, I don't know how you get that intel, but it could go either way to me from what I, I see. Nope. And plus, I got a new gun, so. Our, our job that time wasn't to kill the hut. It was to steal from the hut. And right. When we got there, the hut was dead, and it looked like we killed him. And then V was like, ha-ha. But it might have been just circumstance. Like, it might have just ended up that way, and then he capitalized on it. I think there's way too much circumstances or water under the bridge for us. We're overthinking it. Let's just take the next job and we'll do it and we'll be we'll be humble about it and say sorry and we don't have to mean it. V won't know, even though V is listening to us right now because the game master is all knowing and all wise. It's entirely possible that we're making this. We can't do anything secretly because he's gonna know it and it's gonna influence his decisions. So let's just write it out and have fun with it. And do do the job and see what we can see along the way. We've made some allies and maybe we can call on them when we need it, if we need it. So there is a, a difference between me and V. There's a very obvious story answer <laughs> on that, but I'll just that's that's for y'all to find out. Well speaking of, is there any um I'm gonna check that stolen com link. Is there anything special about that? No, I mean, just a, a typical comlink that, I mean, 
Okay. Is there something specific you're looking for? Nothing that pertains to anything useful. It's just. That's all you got for me. Little thief. Everything. <laughs> Twenty-five credits and a com link. You already made up some of the credits you lost. Look at that. There we go. Alrighty, let's make it back to the ship and get a destination in mind. We're already in the. Um. All right, so. Uh, well, let's see. V, uh, v gave us coordinates of a place. What was that other message that we got from V that we basically ignored? So, as you're looking through, we'll say he go ahead and uh, he messages you back. And kind of, let me find where. The... Okay, so you get a response from him. It's very, very uppity and posh about Yes, you've seen the mistakes you've made, good. It looks like our working relationship can still be profitable for the both of us. As originally stated, I have business for you on Selenon. If you proceed back over there, I'll oh, send- Oh, that's what you're saying, Ross. Oh yeah, okay. Send... Ross and I are having a private chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll send further details when you're in route. But like I said before, there will be a nice little gift waiting for you on entry. So that's the initial message. Uh, if that's where you guys want to start heading, you can or, or whatever. But uh, he'll send forward the uh, the rest of the details in a minute. Oh yeah, I don't think we got anywhere else to go. Yeah, I'll find going now if everybody else is. I mean, that was interesting what happened with the, the Imperial person, but I'd rather not be embroiled with them right now. So let's just leave it be and um, yeah, I agree. I mean, sure, you already know that in, the Imperials are not, you know, they were responsible for your men, so if word gets out that, you know, there was a Chiss, a random Chiss going around, you know, they're going to think, oh, maybe he's related to that incident. Whatever the incident was that caused your team to disappear. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I that, I know we leave, you know, uh, as soon as possible. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Kaiser, Pliskin, set a course for Solanon. Let's do it. I'll take side seat. Go ahead, Kaiser. You can drive. Yeah. This and uh, on our way, Kaiser, you, you, Get that gun ready, because we're probably going to need it. <laughs> use my big gun now? You can use your big gun now. <laughs> I, take, I take the small blaster and I just toss it in the back of the ship. <laughs> hey. So as you guys are, are lifting off, you're in communication just with the uh, station as they guide you on your ascent out of the uh, area of the station. And they're just like, shh. They have like a, a little, like a generic message for people who are leaving. They're just like, Thank you for visiting Quen Station. Hopefully everything was satisfactory in your visit. Please, come again. It was for me. I don't know about Sue. Yeah, I'm pissed, but that's okay. Alright, so the, you guys have set course for Selenon, is that correct? Yeah, I did have fun playing the game. Oh, uh, <laughs> not Hanuki, whatever. It matters. Right. I can't remember what it's called. I Hintaro. 
I technically only lost once, and then I just paid the guy because I was. Yeah, just... that you what you won a bunch, lost once, and then just tied. Yeah, my it. character gets frustrated easily. That's what caused the whole fiasco in the in the bar the other time. Yeah. I got frustrated, and this time I was just getting frustrated. So yeah, I paid. You know. All right. So you guys are in route. I'm gonna go pee again. Just you know, role play, do whatever you want, discuss things. Can I can I take uh, two shots off the bow before we leave the port, just in the space? Just <laughs> my Show my frustration because they don't have good gun rights. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, did everybody look at, at, at what this plan was? What'd you say, Ross? Uh, did everybody see what this what this uh, a, a planet was that, that they were going to? Absolutely not. Oh, I'm looking. Yeah, it's a, I guess like the, I guess the people the people that that look like I guess cats like for a better word. I mean, Oh, cool. And I guess it's an underground. Uh, well, I, I guess we'll see how much Matt sticks, you know, to the you know to the story. But interesting. If I guess some kind of you know underground, you know, uh, a city like you know like a reclusive, you know, race. Underground city? Well, I have underworld knowledge. Does that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's a, a different uh, an underground. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm really glad we have. Have a, a kiss on our team that has so much knowledge of worlds. Yeah. Are you guys being entertaining? Uh, yes, maybe. I made a pun, kind of. Nice. All right, so as you guys are flying about, <clears throat> actually, hold up. <laughs> as you're, you're flying about, you receive just an update from from V, who lets you know specifically what he wants done. Uh, he mentions a close associate of Lune. He is currently in Selenon City, which is the capital of the world. It's uh, comparable to any other corporate sector, so kind of like how Narshadal was, or even Coruscant a little bit, very cityscape with the uh, underparts that are pretty sketchy and full of miscreants and that sort. So the guy you're looking for, well, he's a guy. The name sent to you is Jayek Amel Nagri. Man, you need to text us these names, dude. I'll put in chat. Nagri? There's his name, Jayek. Nope, that's privately. Why did I do that? There's his name, Jayek. And he's a Nagri. Nagri, Nagri, however you want to say it. Okay. Which is a sort of like reptilian kind of very big enforcer, bruiser-like species who's known the galaxy over for being like assassins, mercenaries, bodyguards, brutes, sort of thing. Oh, that he was Thrawn's Thrawn's assassin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> as you guys are on your trip, it's a Another relatively long, like week and a half week trip because of the distance. Uh, your fuel cells are, are starting to run low. So if you guys want to complete the journey, you're going to have to uh, stop off at a quick little gas station of sorts. I don't know what the, uh, I guess it's some kind of spaceport to, to refill fuel the cells. Fuel depot. There you go. So we're saying, as you guys are flying about, 
uh, whoever's piloting, I don't know if it's Kaiser or Pliskin, you guys realize that. So you decide to stop or are you going to try to make it? No, we can stop. Right. I don't want to just freeze in space and we just go <laughs> off into the universe. You just keep floating to whatever direction you're going in. Perfect. All right, so as you guys exit hyperspace, all the crazy lines in front of you slowly return back to the normal star view as you guys look out the, the window. There's a, a small little port for refueling with like a, a little diner there. All uh, uh, like from Spaceballs when they when they <laughs> stop off. That you guys go ahead and approach. As you do, the attendant there just uh, hails you. Hello there. <clears throat> just a, uh, a ten dollar docking fee, and then we can get you guys taken care of whatever you may need: ship maintenance, fuel cells, whatever it is. Uh, how much is how much is it to look over the ship? Is that the ten includes all that? Yeah, it'll be in included in the docking fee. All right, go for it. All right, so you, you transfer the ten credits. He guides you over to one of the open bays that you can land on. Who, who paid him? Kaiser did. It's I, a, it's, I thought we had a pool of money. Well, that's what I'm asking because I have I have one of the. I have probably the biggest chunk. Can we? Yeah, let's take assessment real quick. I've got 700 credits on me. Pliskin, you're muted. You have the pool that we said we're going to use for the ship if we needed to do things. Okay, so I'd say use oh, that. I will edit that and pay the 10 credits. So. Okay, so you're paying the 10 credits? Cool. All right. Um, I, I don't get off. Well, I don't see a need to get off the ship. We need fuel, right? Yeah, your fuel cells need replenishing. Is that my, my new weapon? So, what is our agenda? Are we just pulling so all our together? Because I'm curious. Not to stop this show, but it seems like people are doing stuff, keeping money, then we're pulling other money. Like, how is this working? Yeah, I'm just trying to keep track. I, like, I've I've got 700 credit. Well, I had 700 credits on me, but I'm. It's not just mine because it was the that was from the money that we got for Kess's job. So right. keep that money from your own pocket. I don't right? have any other money. That's it. That's the only. So, I, I, I had zero credits to begin with, so I've got zero. So but, why, why is some people keeping money and then we're pulling other money? Like, that's the main way I make money is by kill people. So. So would you like? Would you just like a portion of what we made for yourself? I'm just curious about how we, how we want to run run it from here on out. Well, let's take a quick assessment. I have that, uh, Lolly. How much? How many credits do you have on you? Uh, 54. If 54. Is any of that what I gave you from the... Uh, some of it. You know, the 100. Uh, but that went towards the purchase, so I'm I'm going to say the 54 is what I have left. On Basically, my... right? And that's kind of your... you And you had some money to begin with. Trem, do you have any credits on you? No. I have zero. 
You have zero right now. Pliskin, what do you have? 25 from you, what you stole? Uh, I have 155. 155, and, and Kaiser, you've got how much? Zero. Okay. So, Kaiser, do you want just some spending money? I can give you like 100 credits. No, I don't care. I thought we were just all pulling our money together for the adventure. Well, I, I'm i with him on that. If we have uh, pocket money, then that's fine. But since we're going through these missions alone, if we all make do a mission where we make money, let's pay a pot so that we can continue getting right. gas. Or... Think of ease. Um, one person can just keep it, and I don't mind being that person. That's fine. I'm not going to... Okay. Spend it. Really. We're okay. With it. All right. Give, give yourself an allowance and give uh, give anybody who has zero. Well, I'm just gonna keep it, and then if if there's something I'm gonna buy personally, I'm just gonna run it by the group and be like, hey, can I can I use because it's how um, yeah makes sense. We're, we're we're a family, all right. <laughs> you know, we can't. If you make your own side money, that's fine. But as far as the family money, you know, we all have to make. <laughs> Decisions on how we spend it. We don't need to argue about it because that's just silly arguing about fake money. <laughs> Guys, there's that Uncle Buck. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, so I don't know anything about ships or anything. So, whoever is more familiar with how to refuel. <laughs> like, yeah, so, as you guys land, obviously there's the like attendant for your platform who who comes out outside of your ship to to handle exactly what you guys want done cool so i go out and i'm just kind of like making small talk i guess i'm like um yeah we're just passing through you know the, you know anything about selenon <laughs> uh, that's, our, that's our next stop we have some business there but i've, I've never been you know curious what's, what's it like there oh never been myself couldn't tell you. Cool. Right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there something specific you guys you want to do a check for that you're trying to find out, or if any of you guys have outer world knowledge check, you can try that. But I mean, is there something specific like a certain? Is that no? Is that... Oh no, I think we're I think we're get our more details there right after you arrive as far as with the mission or as far as the planet itself yeah the mission because i don't think we need too too much like a planet you know uh information right at the moment yeah i mean it's just a typical cityscape that yeah. uh <clears throat> like i said was comparable to some of the other major cities that we've we've talked about before but it's you know a rather important spaceport in that area of space it's in so there's uh, quite a bit of traffic just going in and out and whatnot i think we're fine uh here okay. i guess i we could probably ask what type of fuel they have do they have premium and very well so just to let you know, the ship class you guys have is capable of storing up to 50 fuel cells. So after all the journey you've done so far, about 45 of them need to be replenished. And it's 10 credits per cell. That's, uh, hmm. 
I guess we need to draw from the family pool. From the family pool? How much to so, fill up the deck? Um, 450 credits completely, but you can get away with just doing 10 for 100 credits to get you to your destination if that's all you want, like the bare minimum. Uh, put a little bit more in the tank in case we need to get out of there in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not the full 450, but maybe half of that. So, like, uh, we're basically filling it up half half a tank. <laughs> Sounds <sense>. good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, two two hundred credits. That sounds good. Two two twenty-five. So two hundred or two twenty? Uh, two twenty is fine. All right. So, yeah, it's it's replenished about halfway. Plus, I mean, you had five additional, so. All right. You're, you're pretty good. All right. So you know, a few minutes passes there, getting all that taken care of for you guys. Uh, you guys just hanging out while they're getting everything ready. It's gonna be a, a few minutes before everything's fully recharged. Yeah, is there like uh um you said there's a diner? I guess I'm gotta eat something. Get like a Yeah, there's a, a like small a, a small diner. Like a, a Milky Way candy bar, right? <laughs> they have those here. So basically the platform it's like the entire structure is almost like a semicircle with the outside ring is where all the platforms are or the hangar bays for ships to land. I mean it, it's like open. And then in the middle on the back end of that semicircle, like the inside circle part of it, that's where the diner is. So all the hangar bays around it lead to the same place. All right. Um, do we actually need to eat to survive? Is, that, is this a feature in the game? You can actually just sit in the back and you know, watch us eat. <laughs> Are there any other like travelers, like anyone, um, you know, anyone else there that kind of looks like they they're well traveled? Don't belong, perhaps. Well traveled. Is there any? Just is there any? Is there anyone else around besides the attendant? Yeah. So around you, you see, uh, you know, a few ships with uh, some others who are kind of waiting outside their ships as certain things are being done and you see i mean you can't really see inside the building too well but it does look like it's like sparsely crowded you have the attendants who are working behind the desk or behind the the booth or whatever and a few other dark figures that you can kind of see around there um does one of you or someone want to do a perception check with just two difficulty yeah, sure, I will. And, uh, yeah, I'll just I'll leave it at that. You mind if I do it? Oh, go for it. You said two difficulty? Yeah, two. And two success, three advantage. Okay, so you're kind of scanning around just... Uh, see what you see in the area on what's on the other platforms and around the diner area and whatnot. And as you're kind of looking over the diner, you do notice uh, 
two they're duros figures who are kind of not like done up super well like raggedy clothing a little bit of armor underneath the like broken and torn robes that they're wearing but you notice kind of looking at, they're looking down at something that they, they have some sort of like hollow vid or something or another along those lines in their hand and you see them kind of eyeing uh, lorenzo in his direction oh uh, okay i blush <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's, yeah, so I, I, I'm standing kind of near the ship as they're refueling and, and I just kind of like mutter to myself, I, there's a lot of shady looking characters here. I would love to, uh, get out of here as soon as we can. So how many of you, are you all outside or just a few of you? I get out, I go outside just cause I'm tired of being in the ship and I mm -hmm. just kind of like doing some pacing. I was good to see if there was anyone that could talk to or try to figure out but apparently not so yeah. I'm, gonna walk inside. Right. I'm gonna be just checking around the ship looking for any Astros. space liquids. basically anything those outer what do you call those outer ship leeches that just kind of hang on the outer hole nylock I think might not Minox. There you go. Are you staying outside the ship, Lorenzo? Yeah, for now. Okay. And you say, where are you, Kaiser? I climb and just nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you just like hanging out on the pilot's deck or something? Or? Yeah, I'll just stay in there. Okay. I want to hang out with all the sketchy people. You know, something might go down. Uh, well, I'll walk yeah. Out. I'll walk outside. Okay. <laughs> So like you sort of, you sort of see before you walk out, those two Duros that kind of were eyeing Lorenzo, I started sort of making their way like uh, they're trying to trying to appear like super la like not Stasio but um, like oblivious and they're kind of looking around, whatnot. But they're obviously coming towards your ship, mm -hmm. and then Kaiser comes out. <laughs> he he walks down the the boarding ramp stands out by the rest of y'all and then you kind of kind of see a moment where their eyes open real big uh, like a, a flash of fear before they try to straighten themselves up and you see them just like kind of slowly veer off back to one of the other landing bays as they as they veer off towards another ship away from that direction um are they within like earshot like can i can i say something to them it, it would probably be at like not a complete yell, but you'd have to raise your voice a little bit louder. Um. Okay. They're farther than they're farther away than I thought. Okay. <laughs> halt! Yeah, I'm like that was strange, <laughs> and I just look at Kaiser and I'm like, I'm glad you're with us, my friend. <laughs> Weird. All right, so Reeve is being lazy and has been asleep for two weeks. <laughs> Oh yeah, we never really explained. <laughs> I guess he was off dealing with stuff. I don't know. Still trying to figure out things of his past. That he's probably on the ship, fretting over his his former life. Yeah, so what's really? <laughs> but he's 
I motioned to Reef, I might, or uh, Kaiser, I'm like, hey, take a walk with me. Um, and I, I walk up towards the, to the towards the Duros, just... Uh, okay, so... Kaiser wants to come with me. Right, do you, you call out to them or something, or...? Yeah, I might, I might, um... Ah, fellow travelers! So they kind of, like, quickly turn around. It doesn't really say anything, but he's kind of just eyeing you and Kaiser. Uh, what's your business? Where are you, where are you guys heading? Well, you know, just passing through. Oh, uh, yeah. Us too. Us too. Where you come from? What's it to you? Oh, no, I'm just, just shooting the breeze. Um, you guys know anything about, uh, Selenon? Selenon, huh? I mean... What's, what's, you know, just the, the general news of Solomon? You want what? Weather reports? Black Sun reports? I mean, <laughs> it's the it's typical same as it's always been. Whoa, whoa, Black Sun. You guys involved the Black Sun? That's what? Pretty... Black Sun? Did I say Black Sun? Um, You see, like, his partner's kind of, like, eyeing him a little bit. <laughs> Man, I've heard of them. They're some pretty bad fellas. You guys, like, like work for them or something? I mean, at this at this part of the galaxy, who who doesn't work for them? That's what I heard. I, I've been super worried about like being out this far. Um, you know, I'm I'm from Chile, just down the Hydean Way, but uh, my travels would always always take me inward. As you can tell, I'm not much of a fighter. And, you know, my, my friend here, I hired him to protect me, and he does a lousy job at that. But uh, you know, we have a good time, and I'm I'm heading to to Selenon. I got some business there, and. You know, I'm just not looking for any trouble, but, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, just curious. But, uh, man, Black Sun, that's that's, uh, that's kind of scary. <laughs> Not much of a fighter, you say? I guess someone like you would be afraid of the Black Sun? You said you don't, you didn't think? No, I said, makes sense someone like you would oh. be afraid of the Black Sun. You say yeah, you're not, yeah, not a fighter, not, not really familiar with these parts. Yeah, we, we try to stay out of trouble, me and my, you know, my friends and these other guys on the ship, all my crew and... Crew? How many are there? Oh, there's only, like, you know, like five of us. <laughs> we got this, like, you know, my, my secretary, he's he doesn't know what he's doing, and um, this kid who, like, he just hired Passage, he's, he's trying to get, I don't even know where, he's basically a hitchhiker, doesn't do much for us, and... They kind of glance at each other at the mention. Leskin, you're still on the, the ship, right? You're muted. Yeah, I'm just checking the outer hull, walking the ship, making sure everything is on the up and up while you guys are doing your business. Oh, okay. So they have seen you. All right. So, yeah. And then, like, our mechanic, he, you know, he's doing his thing. But, um, cool. All right. Well, nice talking to you guys. Uh, <laughs> You know, have have a good one. We'll we'll see you later. <laughs> <Travels>. <laughs> they both kind of have just like a little bit of an inquisitive look on their faces, and he's just like, huh, and kind of gives you like a half wave as he starts to turn back to head back towards what you presume is is their ship. And uh, I like turn around and you know face immediately go serious, and I just I just mention to Kaiser, I'm like, just keep an eye on them as we as we uh, as we finish up here. They're they're up to something. Hi, <laughs> uh, Captain. All right, so 
I mean, if you guys are done here, we can say the mechanics there, the attendance there, finish recharging all the fuel cells. So you guys have 27, I guess, charged up. So plenty to go ahead and get to the, the rest of your location. So if you guys are good, you can finish heading back over to Selenon. Cool. Let's get out of here. Good. Ship looks good. Let's go. Do a flight check and launch off. So Kaiser's back in the pilot chair, going through his pre-check, pre flipping switches, slowly pulls up on the throttle as the ship lifts, locks onto the coordinates, and then re-enters hyperspace to finish the rest of the journey to Salonon. Um, yeah, no one has any wounds, right? Right. No. Okay, so everybody should be fully healed at this point. Like I said, it's a week and a half journey or so. You guys knocked out about half of that. So, quite a few days of rest, and we'll just make sure Reef, when he gets back, he can heal if he has anything. But everything should be pretty tip-top straight, shape. No strain or anything like that. So, after another... Four or five days, you guys finally reach uh, the system of Selenon. And uh, the only other thing that's forwarded to you from V, and along with this guy's name and species, and his relationship to Lone, he does give you specific coordinates in Selenon City, which is the you capital. You said he worked, works for Lone? Yeah, the guy you're after. Okay. So he, he gives you a locate last seen location where this guy has seemed to be hanging around recently. It's a sort of rundown apartment complex called the La Grand Luna, specifically room B7. And the only instructions V gives you regarding that is he wants this guy taken out. Oh, okay. And then uh, in addition to that, he gives you a location where you can uh, dock, like a specific hangar bay, and just says, uh, reiterates again that he has some stuff waiting for y'all there. Okay. Cool. Well, he knows his stuff. He always prepares. We're free to land? Yeah, so you uh, have your little exchange with customs as they hail you, and you just tell them the handing bay, landing bay that V forwarded to you, and it's a, a private landing bay. So they just help direct you there so you can land with no problem, and you don't have to pay a fee or anything since, like I said, it's privately owned. So as you guys go ahead and, and touch down, yeah, you notice just uh, coming out from one of the corners is a small draw, which is just a, a small furry creature. Sort of similar to, well, you guys don't watch Stargate, never mind. <laughs> Ross knows those, those guys, right? Yeah. Anyways, so a small furry, kind of like hamster-like kind of creature comes out to greet you guys. He immediately recognizes you. He's like, hello there, travelers. I presume you're the group sent by V. You're yeah. right. Uh, yes, we are. 
So I'm not like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Very well. Yes, V said you'd be arriving around this time. I'm sure he's told you that he has some stuff for you. Please, follow me. So he kind of takes you away from the initial hangar bay into one of the nearby offices. And inside, there's just a, a small chest. And uh, assuming one of you approaches it to open it up. Yeah, I'll do it, Cut. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go shred. That way, it's fit the bomb. <laughs> Take the, the fun of it. In classic shred style. <laughs> okay, so inside, it's 2,000 credits. With nice. a note from V, and the note basically just says, "Glad you guys are back on the right track. This is simply a small token of my appreciation to kind of smooth things over for you. Be assured, like I said, this could be a, a prosperous agreement for the both of us. Certainly, more where this came from." I yeah. immediately take the credits. You say what? I immediately take the credits. Okay. I've already decided Sue is a money guy. <laughs> yeah, and I immediately <laughs> take them up from Kaiser. <laughs> He's going to have to roll for that because I'm not allowing him to do that. Are you going to stop from, uh, you know, like what? He could take them, but he doesn't take all of them. So all what? Of them. Well, you guys just want to split this evenly since this is a. This is a thing that maybe we can just, rather than make it the pool, we make this. Uh... Yeah, divvy it out. Because the only way I make money is is killing people. I don't, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? I'm okay with that. What do you guys um, Do you get money as soon as you kill someone? Or... Are you like Scott Pilgrim, where everybody you kill just explodes into coins? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, let me throw this towards you guys. Let's divvy up the thousand between the six of us, and the other thousand we'll put towards the ship. Because we need gas, and hopefully, if uh, if need be, need more storage or we need items for the ship, we can always add on later. Because oh. I do have ship add-ons that I'm looking at. Uh, don't give it to Reef just yet. He's sleeping in the job, so <laughs> that money is just not. Gonna anywhere at the, at the moment. <laughs> well, he's on, he's, he's on the crew, so I, I included him in the number. I mean, that's fine, but I mean, yeah. I'm not even saying it's going to be collecting dust. We, we, can, we can figure it all out later. We can just keep going. Right. So, so let's just, for the sake of ease, let's treat this 2,000 as split between the five of us. And is that what you guys want to do? You, we all get 400 credits? Yeah, that works. Or do you want me to just hold on to them, and then if you need to buy something, you can come to Papa? <laughs> I'd rather just have my own. He's getting ready for when he ditches the group and goes out. <laughs> all right, so everyone take a note. You all get 400 credits. Nice. Very nice. Reef gets none. Reef gets none. If, he, if he's going to need something later... Um, you know, we'll figure it out, and or I'll give I'll give him some of mine because I have the other, I have the other four hundred and seventy still left over from the, the last job. Okay. 
I'm cool with that. We are a team, like you said, family. Yeah, and and this is family. Basically, payment. We get we split it up. It's all you know. We all participated in the jobs so far. Yeah. All right. Now that we're done doing that trivial pursuit, what next? All right. Well, the task that uh, V has given you, like I said, was to take out this guy who's connected to Lene. Jayek, he's a Nagarai, just over two meters tall, and uh, he's given you a location. Like I said, there's an apartment complex where this guy's kind of been hanging out recently. That's about it. After that, uh, V just said to go ahead and hit him up when it's finished. You guys can proceed from there. No. So, so, are we supposed to kill or or what or? Or catch him alive and bring him in, or what? No, no we're here to kill him. Okay. Uh, yeah. Kaiser is. Kaiser has informed us multiple times that that's what he is here for. So. <laughs> I think it's time you put your skills to good use. Going back to the ship. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. So do we have a. And can we ask any of the individuals about information about our destination here? Who specifically? This B7 Laraguna. What did you say? The yeah, so we have the location. So what do you guys want to do? You want to do, like, I looked at Kaiser. I'm like, this is your speciality. We'll follow your lead. Let's go. Let's find uh, what, we need to, what we need to get. So... This is, I'm just spitballing, and I want the team to discuss it. Since we're going in again to this apartment complex blind, uh, I don't mind going in, just scoping the building, if there's any security, so that we have some knowledge of the area, and then we can decide how we want to proceed, since this is a complex, it's an apartment complex, so. All right. What do you feel about that? Yeah, but we, and we also, I mean, we have his exact apartment number, so it's not like we have to uh, try to find out where he's at. So yeah, go ahead. Um, let's, let's do it. Let's head towards the the building, and uh, so everyone's everyone's stocked up on uh, like. Do we need a little pep talk? Do you guys want me to like? All right, we got Kaiser. He's our man. He's gonna do, you know, the dirty work. We are his support. We're going to have to, uh, you know, distract this guy, throw rocks at this guy. And I look over at Holly. <laughs> well, he gets a new toy he can play with too now. Yeah. You know, pr yeah. Try out your new your new vibrating toy. Uh, yeah. So we got a lot, of, a lot of different things that we can, uh, we can do here. So first, um, I'm going to change my outfit into whatever the locals seem to be wearing just so I can blend in better with my disguises. Okay. And I'm going to drop off the my data pad. For so right now I don't need it. When you say locals, this is a pretty heavily populated world that is almost like a melting pot similar to other large cities. So there's a large variety of what people would look like or wear. So when you say locals, do you mean just generic garb like that? Or specifically the species that comes from this planet? 
Um, the disguise kit only mentions uh, things that would not stand out. It's not loud clothing. Okay, so just something that doesn't draw attention to yourself. Something yeah. very dull. Okay. Look. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, Pliskin, go do your thing. We'll hang back, um, you know, a block away. You know, we're not going to all storm in there. Mm-hmm. You go go uh, do some reconnaissance and uh, tell us what you find. I, I suggest that you find the, the most superior race here. Blend it with them. <laughs> superior race? <laughs> I so, cannot change my race, just my, my clothes. And, and okay, what you're looking for is you're looking for uh, apartment B7. Know where that is in the building. Is there a window that this guy can escape from? Is there emergency exits? What's the hallway like? Is there how many ex- like if we're gonna storm this place, we could just barge in and kill the guy, like as our original style, which is what Kaiser wants to do anyways. <laughs> uh, if we want to be more clandestine about it, then we need to know like the information. So go, go do your thing and find out what you can find out. Okay, and I'm on Comlink so that we can just map this place out while I'm going. Mm-hmm. So sounds, sounds good. I head so, off in the direction of the building then. Okay, so the rest of you guys are hanging at the the hangar by the ship. No, no, we all go into the neighborhood, but okay. The so lo- like a local bodega. You're in the yeah. area, but what does Pliskin do extra? He actually goes into the building. Is that the plan? He's gonna actually They're... go scout out the location. Okay, yeah. so I mean, as you're you're walking through, this is the undercity, so a lot of undesirables around these parts. Just more so the dregs where a lot of shady stuff happens. A lot of people obviously look a lot tougher, but they keep to themselves or going about their own business as you see just business and other vendors, other stores and whatnot all around you. But the actual apartment complex, like I said, the La Grand Luna that you're looking for is sort of a motel looking kind of thing. It is set up like, you know, just a generic two-story motel, kind of in the shape of a upside down U. So this guy is located at B7, so B being the second story, the seventh unit from the left. So if you were to think about how that backwards U was, he would be almost right where the bend is from the left side to where it goes into the straight part. That's where the seventh apartment would be. So there's like, you know, a small little pool area in the front, but it's, like I said, the undercity so things are pretty dirty and grimy all around the neon sign that has the name it has like a couple of the letters blown out so it's kind of that kind of it's like a florida strip um strip mall hotel motel yeah yeah okay (laughs) something we see around here all the time like in on the green or la bella all right yeah So yeah, make my way inside the building, just looking so, for any kind of security. So it's basically the very first room on the bottom left would be like the the help, the people who, who operate the motel. But then the rest of it, each room is accessed from the outside. So it's not like an actual like hallway or anything, a building you enter. All the front doors are lined up. It's like up. A, an outdoor balcony hallway. Yeah, yeah. Around the pool area. Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's a Kissimmee motel right outside of these. Like, yeah. So basically, we're, we're just watching Pliskin walk around the, the hotel. So I just gathered the group. I said, let's go let him 
we can meet at the the room. We're gonna head out there. Well, it's on the second floor, right? So can. Yeah, it's outside stairs. That I mean, you can just go up. So and are we gonna, are we gonna do like uh, barge in, get the job done, and get out of there, sort of thing? I want. I'm gonna call Sue on the. Actually, I'm gonna call Kaiser, on the the com. Can you guys call the room beneath B7 and do what we did in the Calamon? Go try to see if you can get in that room and see how many individuals are inside this room. Maybe we don't have to. Maybe we're <laughs> let's just follow Kaiser's lead. If he wants to barge, you, all you hear is click, and then and then we just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you there, Sue? I think you froze on us. Me? No, Sue. Uh, yeah, Sue. Sue's taking. All right, stuff so out. you guys, you, you plan on taking the direct approach, Kaiser? You start heading up to B seven. Yeah, and I, I'll have um, Shren, and I'll take um, Lorenzo, and I guess Stu when he gets back. But we'll we'll meet at the door. We'll we'll pause at the door until he gets back. Okay. Back. Can you guys? I can hear you now. Can you see me? I can't see you. No, uh, your your video is not on. Like yeah, ditto. If you need to just try leaving and then rejoining or something. And Pliskin, are you meeting them at the door, or where are you at? No, I'd like to find something, if need be, if we need to cause a distraction. If he's going to kick open that door and just start guns blazing, I'm going to look around to see if there's any, like, I don't want to do the same thing where we just look for a fire alarm, but if there's something that we can use. So, I mean, what do you specifically have in mind that you want to do as a distraction? Um, Since we're going to B7, which is on the bottom side of that U, I'm going to go on the other side um, of the U, kind of away from this side. If this is where all the action is going to be, I want to try to make some kind of noise on this side. So when you say so, make uh, noise, so... like, you going to start <laughs> yelling? Or, I mean, like, what? Well, do they have any, I don't know, extinguishers? Or do they have any... Um... Booze? Can you pour booze and start <laughs> I got it. I'll just grab one of the... Um the carts, the uh, housekeeping carts, and just start pushing it down and lighting it on fire as I push it down the hallway, or push it down the uh, the walkway. Sorry guys, what's, what's kind of... going on now? You're gonna cause a distraction so that Kaiser can open the door and just go from there. No, don't do that. We're not, we're not, I'm gonna have uh, Sue knock on the door where me and Lolly are gonna be on each side of the door so he can just see Sue. You want me to be a, you want me to be a decoy? Yeah, you're the you're the you're the you're the mouth of the group. All right, what's what's my story? <laughs> that's that's your job. <laughs> All right, I got something. <laughs> All right, so you said what? Kaiser and Lorenzo are hiding on each side. Right. Puskin, right, so you're at the I, other uh, end. I I unbutton my my cloak and like I I kind of give and I give it to Shrin. Are you nearby, Shrin? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's on. He's on the second floor, but he's kind of away from, you know, the right by the stairs. We're kind of like in the middle. Okay. And then Puskin's on the other side. Right. Yeah. I'm a little distance. I'm going to watch you guys back. Um, so if we all bum rush that room, I want us to, to let you know whether you got trouble coming your way or not. So I'll be over here. Okay. And you guys can all go. Ahead. So who's on? So uh, uh, Kaiser is on, on my left. I'm on doorknob side. All right. And... Lolly is on my right. Correct. Shren, where are you? 
Uh, I guess by the by the stair the staircase uh, in the hallway. You're kind of covering the escape route. Yeah. And Pliskin, you're are you upstairs too, or are you down? Yeah, I'll keep an eye on things just to make sure you guys are not going to get boxed in. On the other side. Okay. Um, cool. So I I give before we have, as we're going up the stairs, I take my my cloak off and get give it to um. Uh, Shren to hold on to for me. And um, so I'm just kind of in, you know, like, I don't know, street, street clothes. Right, just like, yeah, whatever you're wearing underneath. Like a tunic. And, yeah, it's kind of like, it's more like Togruta, like, casual wear, which is kind of... Like a toga? Kind of, almost like, well, like, more like a tunic and then like Linen, like linen pants, and okay, so you sort of look like a Jedi, but not really. <laughs> like... Yeah, sort, but like it's like a sleeveless tunic. Like I don't have. Okay. Yeah, so it's so kind of like Obi Wan from like... Episode One. Huh? It's an Obi Wan from Episode One. Without sleeves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so I knock knock on the door. Okay. So. As you knock, uh, I mean, there's no no answer right away. All right, I'm gonna use my uh, scanner. Do I see any? Okay, so in the the back part of the room, you do notice one life form. Is it two meters tall? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know how specific the uh, scanner is, but yeah, it obviously looks like a, a bigger a bigger blob than normal. Yeah, it it can identify. Um, like sizes to a certain degree okay so yeah it's it's certainly pretty hefty okay i like to like i'm picking up a larger object than i think we're looking for i don't know if you want to go in there or not but i don't think it's our guy in there all right well i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go in but i'm gonna knock again and and um i kind of put on a voice like hey big guy you in there <laughs> All right, so no answer. Is there windows out front? Can I look? It's gonna be the Tigo story all, all over again. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna already be dead. <laughs> there, there's a, a single window to the right side of the door, but there's blinds covering it, so you can't see inside. You can't see anything. Okay. All right, I like, I like knock again. Knock, knock harder. I, I take the butt of a gun and I, I really bang the door. Well, I do like a, like a knock, 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 knock. <laughs> okay, so with that third knock, you start to hear a movement in the room and you briefly see one of the blinds uh, slightly pulled aside and you get a glimpse of this massive reptilian individual who looks out at y'all. And then immediately it, it's like he, he so he kind of like peeks it open, and then as soon as you guys look over and see him, he immediately closes it again. And then you just hear like a really deep, booming, booming voice, and he's like, "Yeah." Does he see all of us or just me? Uh, I'm assuming who's on that side, Shren or or not Shren, uh, Lorenzo and Kaiser. Whoever was on the window side, would you have been crouched down behind the window, or would you have been like right in front of the window? Is that at the doorknob side? No, the other side, the hinge side. 
I'm on the other side. I well, I'm pretty big, so I don't know. <laughs> so we'll say he he sees Yusu and maybe a glimpse of Lorenzo. But that's um, it. So I'm like, uh, your uh, your special deliveries here. <laughs> what delivery is that? Oh, you know. Vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you hear him walk towards the door and you hear you know like the little chain locks that go across a couple of those like shh, shh, whoosh, and then the door slightly creaks open and he kind of only sees you standing there soon but he's looking you up and down yeah, we uh, we got a call from the from the escort service uh, that you know one uh, Mr. Jayek uh, ordered the uh, afternoon special, and I uh, I point over to um, to Lolly and and, and you know, like that's us. <laughs> there must be some sort of misunderstanding here. Usually, you guys aren't my type, oh, but I always uh, make exceptions. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So you see the door crack open a little wider, and uh, he like holds his arm open, like gesturing you and Lorenzo in. Um. <laughs> all right, uh, and I'm going to um. Uh, I'm gonna like take a step forward, and then, um. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm not very acrobatic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Can I just like give the signal? <laughs> if you have a signal, I mean, we'll, yeah, do it. Say what you wanna. Um. All right, get ready for something special. <laughs> <laughs> So like, I take a step forward and then I like leap back so that I can make room for uh, Kaiser and Lolly. So, I mean, do you guys breach in or what's... I, I grab um, Lolly and I throw him in the room. <laughs> can you even do that? Are you physically capable of doing that? Hold up. Or I, push... I, just pick, I just picture Kaiser like sweeping around with his... Uh, weapon and like opening fire <laughs> okay so as, as lorenzo against his will uh, is being tossed into the room by by kaiser i think that's enough to freak out the nagri where he immediately starts to, to go for his blaster and it looks like an engagement is about to happen so so what do we roll cool again well i was gonna say i'd say we we go ahead and stop there right before the engagement so we'll roll for initiative uh, next session and, and pick up with the fight thanks everyone for listening if you want to get in touch with us we are the galactic imbroglio at gmail.com and if you enjoy the podcast be sure to leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts or wherever you listen and tell your friends until next time <laughs>